0: Well, hello and welcome, and thanks for tuning in to the Verse of the Day. My name is Matt Bell, and I'm the pastor at Destiny Church in San Antonio, Texas. But I have to believe that if you are listening to this, you probably already knew that. So, Verse of the Day was a little podcast that I was doing back in 2016, I can't believe it's been four years since I was doing the verse of the day. Anyway, through the course of life and kids and pastoring, just didn't feel like I had the time to do it anymore. And so we stopped doing it sometime in 2016. But now that we're in the middle of this pandemic, not just regional or national, but global pandemic And we're quarantined and isolated and having to be on lockdown and can't leave our homes. All of a sudden, I have a little bit more time on my hands. And I thought, you know what? Why don't we resurrect this podcast from 2016? And maybe I could inspire some people and and help some people and encourage some people in the process. So that's what I want to do hope to release one of these to you every weekday and i hope it's a blessing. That's that's ultimately the goal is is to be a blessing to you. And what is more of a blessing than God's word? We need God's word in our lives especially in times like we're going through right now. So, verse of the day, hope to put one out every weekday morning. So, if you have a, a verse that you like and enjoy and is one of your favorite verses and you'd like for me to do a verse of the day on it, send it to me. I'd love, 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 love to do that. You can send it to me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So verse of the day, send them in. We'd love to take some listener suggestions. So for this first one, what I wanted to do is from Mark chapter four. And last week, not not this past week, but the the previous week when everything was sort of going crazy and everything was, it was like every single day they were coming out and revising again the guidance and, and how many people could be together. And all of a sudden they were limiting it to 500 people. And then the next day it was 250 people. And then the next day they came out and said 50 people and then they cut it down to I think it was 10 people and then 6 people it was like every single day they were saying basically you know less and less and less people and we were running around scrambling at the church to make plans, revise plans, you know, how can we still function and and be a ministry and it it was it was a a, a crazy season and We're not even suffering from the virus. We don't even have the sickness. We're just trying not to get it is is what we're doing at this point or not to spread it. And I, I was just thinking, my goodness, those who are actually battling with the illness, you know, our hearts go out to them and our prayers go out to them, especially in areas like Seattle and New York and Los Angeles, places that are really being hit heavily and it, it was just jarring how quickly things were changing and you make plans and the plans change. And it, it reminded me of this passage from Mark chapter four. And I felt a little bit like this in the midst of everything that was, was happening. And it's the story of Jesus being asleep in the boat while the storm is happening if you've been a christian for a while or you went to sunday school you certainly remember this story it was probably one of my favorites as a kid but i just want to read it to you and share with you just some things that i hope will be a blessing to you so mark chapter 4 verse 36 it says and leaving the crowd they took him with them in the boat just as he was And other boats were with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke Jesus and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he woke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? You know, a couple of weeks ago when everything was changing day by day so rapidly, I kind of felt like this. It felt like a storm. It, it really felt like we were being tossed around by situations outside of our control, and I felt like the disciples a little bit. Jesus, uh, we're in the middle of a storm here. The economy's crashing. They're telling us we can't even have church anymore. People in the church are losing their jobs. People in our city are fighting over toilet paper. Like, what is going on? Some people saying that this virus isn't even a virus, and some people saying that this is the end of humanity. And, and what, where, where is the truth in, in the middle of all this? And, Lord, where are you? And here we see that the disciples have a, a similar experience, a, a similar time where they were caught in a storm, and Jesus was asleep. And I've kind of felt like Jesus... Hello, can you see we're in a storm? Do you care, Jesus? Do you care that we're perishing? Do you care what's happening? And of course, we know that the Lord does, but sometimes it can feel like he doesn't, especially when we're in the midst of the storm. And in this, in this story with the disciples, we see that they were sinking. I mean, water was coming into the boat and they were going down. And Jesus is just there taking a nap. And he wakes up and he's not afraid. Jesus wakes up in the middle of the storm and he looks around and he says, what's the big deal, guys? And he tells the storm to stop. And it does. And then he chastises them and says, oh, you of little faith. And the reason the disciples were afraid and Jesus wasn't afraid was simply because of this. The storm was outside of their control. They had no control over the wind. They had no control over the waves, Jesus wakes up and he's not afraid because he has control. And as we see that so many people are afraid in this time, in this season that we're going through as a city, as a country, so many people are afraid because things are outside of their control. They, they do not have control over their lives. And really, the truth is that we are never in control. We're never in control of our lives. We think we are, but it's really only an illusion. This is why so many people are freaking out right now is because the illusion of control over their lives is being stripped away. All of a sudden, they realize that there are much greater powers and forces at work in the world that can shut their lives down in a matter of weeks, in a matter of days. And it can be unnerving, especially If you've lived under the illusion that you are in control of your life, but you're not. You're not. Now, the good news for us as Christians is that we know who ultimately is in control of all things, and we wouldn't want it to be us because we would make mistakes. But instead, the one who never makes a mistake is in control, even in the midst of the storm. And for a moment, the disciples got a glimpse of God's power in the midst of the storm. And it says that that freaked them out. They were filled with great fear when they saw that the guy sleeping in the boat was the one who could actually control the storm. Who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? Who in the world is in the boat with us? You see, I think when they woke Jesus up, they were hoping that maybe he could help them, you know, pick up a bucket, help us row, get some of the water out. Instead, he rebukes the wind and the waves. Listen, if you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, he is in your boat. And if Jesus is in your boat, you really have nothing to fear. So don't be afraid of the storm. Jesus is going to take care of you. I believe that with all of my heart. So continue to trust in him, pursue him, follow him, worship him, pray to him, study his word. God's going to see you through this storm. He's going to see us through this storm. Thanks for listening today. I hope it's been a blessing to you. I hope that over the next few weeks. As we jump into God's word together, that you will just find our time together to be so encouraging and a blessing to you. And that's my ultimate hope and prayer is to be a blessing with God's word. So may the Lord keep you today and bless you in all things.